Guys, these are quickly becoming my very favorite episodes because I get to expand my knowledge and learn about other people's growth journeys. And with all that being said, I'm so excited to welcome back another guest to our podcast. She has a community of over 85,000 on TikTok and 10,000 on Instagram and promotes a healthy and consistent lifestyle. She teaches others to do the same. She has also worked really closely with the state of Florida to create innovative solutions to fight human trafficking. And her and I have personally connected through Sports Illustrated Swimsuits Swimfluence Network, where she was selected to have an interview with them. And I think that all of these things combined just make her the perfect person to talk about her growth journey. She is McKenna Tansky. McKenna, thank you so much for being here with us today. Hi. Yes, of course. I'm excited. Before we start every episode, I love to set an intention. Um, and if you want to think about yours while I say mine, we'll just go through those to start with. Perfect. This week, we're going to be talking about growing into our most fit selves because. McKenna's all about teaching her journey and showing how she became as fit as she is today and is teaching others to do the same. My intention this week is to be present in our conversation because I want to learn more about becoming my healthiest self. Like we're always on this journey to exploring how we can push ourselves and grow ourselves to be a little bit healthier and a little bit more fit. I mean, that's my personal goal. Um, So I'm going to try to be as present as possible so I can keep learning as well. If you want to set an intention, McKenna, go ahead. Yeah, I think um, mine would be and it's funny that your podcast is called Growing Things, but this just came to me. But uh, I think mine would be growing, like growth. I want to, through this episode, through talking to you and thinking through, you know, our conversation, our discussion, I do, I want to grow personally. I want to grow um, just the way I think about my life and where I've come from and where I am now and where I'm going. So, yeah, I think growth would be my intention for this. I love that. I think sometimes we forget to reflect on where we've come in our life and the journey that it took to get us there. So I love that you've set that intention and are going to use this time to kind of explore that journey with us. Before we get into the conversation, we were saying this off camera, but I'm always seeing McKenna's Instagram stories with her Starbucks. And every time I see it, I'm like, what is that drink? I want it so bad. (laughs) So you're going to have to spill your Starbucks order details with us all. That is so funny. Well, lately, I am definitely on a uh, pumpkin crate culver pick. So nothing crazy (laughs) this time. Uh, But I definitely have some intense recipes at times. Um, I I don't have any of them memorized. I should. I have a notes app on my phone where I keep all of my favorite, like kind of low calorie, low sugar, uh, but really super good Starbucks drinks. And I actually made a Starbucks guide because my TikTok followers like want all of the Starbucks drinks. So I was like, I guess I'll just make a guide for them. Wait, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is just a, a pumpkin cream cold brew. I'm all about pumpkin at the fall. I love that. One of my goals for September was to cut my sugar. But I'm obsessed with fall drinks. And so finding like a good lower sugar, but still like treat myself Starbucks drink was the best thing that I could find in September. Yeah, it's hard. Starbucks, you know, they are pretty sugary, but like at least this one, there's no like cream other than cold foam. You know what I mean? The cold foam kind of acts like the cream and the syrup in it. No, I agree. I love those. Those are my favorite. Now that we're just going to jump into it all, I'd love to start at the very beginning of just your life in general. Take us through Little McKenna. What were your goals? What were your dreams when you were younger? And then how have those changed and evolved and turned into who you are today? Yeah. So funny enough, I, when I was younger, really wanted to be an astronaut. Like I wanted to go to the moon. That was, if I died and didn't go to the moon, I would not be happy. (laughs) 
Um, so that was like a little like type of goal. Um, there, I remember one, I like solely got astronaut like gifts for Christmas. Like I got an astronaut suit and little like moon suit. I think I really wanted to be an astronaut. And then down the line, I started to want to be a bottle. And just, I, I, I found my creative side, I think, for bottling. Uh, and just being in front of the camera and creative art and learning different poses and meeting different people and like the avenues that it opens up for you. Like that was all very appealing as I, as I grew up. Um, so yeah, a little bit kind of definitely want to be an astronaut and a model. So like a model astronaut on the moon probably would have been her, her dream goal. <laughs> that is so funny. I've actually not really heard many people say that before, but if you were to ask me when I was little too, it was astronaut and then it was engineer and then it was model. And it's like crazy how, you know, and then at one point in my life, well, I was like, well, I'm going to be at all. I'm going to be an astronaut and an engineer and a model. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Think about being the first model astronaut. Like that would be so fun. I feel like it's like little kids want to be a model or be an astronaut because like, it's just so unknown. You know what I mean? I think that shows curiosity in us, even as like little children. Like we are curious about what's out there and what's above us, how beautiful it is. And we are curious in that art of the sky and the sunsets and the stars. And I think it says a lot about us. <laughs> yeah, that's such a beautiful way to look at it. I love that. So on your journey to then choosing to become a model or wanting that to be your next dream, where along that path did you find fitness? Yeah, so modeling and fitness for me uh, are definitely really close combined. Um, I got into the modeling industry when I was young. I think I was like 14, 13. Uh, and unfortunately, I got in with the wrong agency and saw some really uh, dark parts of the modeling industry. Um, I was signed with MC Squared in Miami. Uh, and they are no longer an agency due to the fact that they were very closely involved with Jeff Epstein. Um, so just being involved with that scandal was very hard for me as a young girl. Uh, seeing what I saw, hearing what I heard, the pressures that came with it, uh, the, the negative, powerful people that I met and had to, um, you know, entertain was not, it just, I guess right away I saw the darkness, the dark side of the modeling industry. Um, and once I got myself out of that, I didn't want to be a part of the modeling industry. I wanted to as far away, and it's hard to think about now, but I really wanted to be as far away from beautiful as I could. I did not want to be seen as beautiful. I did not want to be seen as attractive or as a model because I had such bad experiences with it. Uh, and so when I when I got out of that experience with the scandal, I <laughs> I gained a lot of weight, honestly. Like I didn't really care what I was eating. I, I never went to the gym. I would binge all the time. Um, I... I grew up in sports, like playing sports and stuff. So really when I was exercising, doing, you know, soccer or volleyball or something like that, like that was the only time I was really exercising my body, but I didn't care because I didn't want to look good. Um, because I got wanted to be as far away from that standard of beauty as possible because I knew how, like what came with that. I knew the darkness that came with that. And it's sad because modeling was, was such a big dream of mine. And in a way, like that dream when I was younger was taken from me and but like broad in a way, you know? Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that because that is a really vulnerable piece of your life and being able to overcome that and still talk about it and share that message. I will never relate to like your situation and that place that you were in 
specifically, but knowing that feeling of wanting to be not beautiful for like a deeper reason than like the societal standard. It's something so inspiring, but at the same time, intriguing to me. And I really love that you shared that piece of information. Thank you. Yeah, of course. It Honestly, it's interesting for me to look back on too, because I, 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 you know, gone to counseling, everyone should do counseling therapy. It's great for you. <laughs> um, but I've done counseling and worked through like the stuff that I went through and the stuff that, you know, that the modeling industry uh, put on me and put me in. Uh, and I worked through that idea that I no longer wanted to be considered beautiful. Um, and it was just basically my mind trying to protect myself. So I tried to, um, like it, it kind of associated beauty with darkness and beauty with tea. Uh, and so I didn't want to be considered that anymore to protect me going forward. Um, so yeah, it's a really interesting thought. Like I just did it subconsciously, I think. Yeah, it's like a trauma response and then it carried with yeah. you. So then at what point did you want to get back into modeling and how did you refine fitness after you know, going into that phase of no longer wanting to be associated with any of it. Yeah, honestly, um, I never really lost the dream of modeling. Like, I still always wanted it. I was just kind of scared of it at this point. Um, and then as I met more people in my life, and went through therapy and worked through different eating disorders, uh, things that had happened, I realized that I still wanted to pursue that dream. But at that time, my body was no longer in a model you know, today's standards model shape, especially back then. Um, the standards were much tighter than they are even today. Um, so I remember I went to my first modeling agency, not my first, but, you know, getting back into the agency or the industry. And I didn't really think about the fact that I did not take care of my body and was uh, not considered healthy in the modeling industry. And I was shut down right away. I was told, why the heck are you in here? Like your hips, like, have you seen your waist? Like there's no way that you can be signed with us. And I wasn't overweight by any means. I, I uh, was probably a skinny fat, what you would call it today, I guess. Like I, I just wasn't like the model. Anyway, so I got a bunch of no's, a bunch of rejections. So I tried to get back in and that this time it didn't, it, it didn't make me mad. It more motivated me uh, because I knew that I had a unique experience in the modeling industry and I could use it to change the modeling industry for better. Um, but in order to do that, I need to be in the modeling industry. So it kind of motivated me to get myself um, healthy and strong and uh, fit, you know, so that I could pursue signed with good agencies um, and, you know, pursue my modeling dreams. So that's kind of how fitness played into that, I would say. In that, I'm, I'm wondering, how did you turn it from an experience that felt like it was taken away from you and create an empowering experience to want to be able to change it. You had obviously been in this place where, you know, you weren't respected and your dreams were pulled from you for an incredibly unfair and incredibly, I can't even like put it into words, that whole situation, how it was, but just an incredibly unfair and not ideal situation and turning that around and creating an empowered experience for yourself like what were the key points in that is it the fact that you just didn't want to give up on that dream or was it really rooted in that you wanted to make sure that other girls in the industry were safe um kind of go through that with me yeah I think the main one where I would I woke up every day stuck in what had happened and uh, I knew I didn't want any any other woman 
ever that that to have to go through that experience uh whether that be tracking whether that be uh, eating disorder whether that be uh just feeling not confident about yourself because of the modeling industry because you feel fake society standards on social media like i wanted to be a part of the change that shows women that they are worth more that they're worthy that um, you know how to how to go into the into the modeling world safe, especially if you're going in young or naive, which a lot of models do. You know, a lot of models start young and they're so naive with these big dreams that that unfortunately predators take advantage of, um, and it's just not talked about. It's not talked about enough in the industry. Um, so yeah, I think that was a, a driving factor for me was I want to make a difference in this, and I know I can. Uh, and I, I think growing up, like my heart has always wanted to help people. Like whenever I'm serving somebody or helping somebody, I'm just happy. Um, and so maybe that's selfish. Like <laughs> I want to serve someone so I can be happy. But I, 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 I saw that I had a experience and that I wanted to change this industry. Uh, so that was definitely a motivating factor in waking up and looking in the mirror and saying, like, I want to better myself so that I can get back out there, so that I can help other women, so that I can... Um, either help them become more confident in themselves, help them find their strengths, help them find their um, worth. You know, I, I mean, fitness helped me through some really dark times. And I was able to find my work, see that I'm stronger and push through my boundaries. Uh, you know, when I felt like I wanted to give up or quit something, it gave me an, an opportunity, a chance to really push through and focus and make myself proud. You know what I mean? Like, it showed me that I am a strong woman and that. Like I, nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me getting my dreams. Nothing's going to stop me from reaching the mile that I want to hit or the weight that I want to hit. Nothing is going to stop me. Uh, and yeah, I, I think focusing on that, focusing on the impact that I could possibly make in other women's lives really motivated me to keep going. I love that. That like I'm over here snapping my fingers because of how <laughs> powerful and I just got chills. It was so beautiful. Aww, thank, thank I absolutely you. love You're that. So I love that you've taken that message to now help others. So you're certified in personal training and you're now helping other women find that same confidence and that same motivation in the gym and in changing their life. When did that whole process start for you, wanting to become certified and uh, turning that experience that helped you so much into now a business and helping others. Yeah. So I actually have like two more weeks left of my certification. So I'm still the process of it. Yay! <laughs> no, I'm super excited. Um, but I have taken other classes that aren't technically like certified classes or whatever. Uh mainly and I did those kind of classes and that kind of research in depth about the fitness industry, um, fitness, health, nutrition for myself to begin with. Like I wanted to find something that worked for myself. Uh, because I knew and truly believe like every body, every woman's body is different. So like a program out there that's generalized isn't going to work for every woman's body. Uh, so I wanted to really learn my own body and learn what works for me uh, in order to see the best results, basically. And that's kind of where I started learning a lot about fitness, learning a lot about health. Um, and then when I started sharing my story on TikTok, actually, I think it was like a year ago around this time last year. Um it, it just got really popular. Like people really liked the motivation that it served. Um, my transformation, you know, where I started and where I am now. Um, they liked seeing the hard work. And I think the motivation was a really big factor for them. And that's kind of when I was like, oh, like people are reaching out to me for advice and for training and like women need me. You know, I could, I could, I could start helping them fitness wise. 
And um, so I've been training women for about since the start of this last year, since since January, so nine months. Um, And yeah, it's been it's been great. Honestly, I absolutely love it. Uh, I want it to be my full time thing. (laughs) I I love it. Yeah, Um, it's just like I get to make connections with strong women who are looking for strength, who are looking for something more in their life. Um, And I get to kind of remind them of their words daily and remind them that they're strong and give them encouragement when they don't want to go to the gym and uh, help them make a plan. It helps me be there, you know, for their highs, for their lows. I get to see those days where they don't feel it. I get to support and then I also get to see their their victories and celebrate with them. Um, So it's it's been really great. (laughs) Yeah, that's the best part about it all. And that's why I say in this podcast in the description that we're talking about the ups and the downs because it's about finding that motivation in the beginning but then making sure that you're there and you're showing up for yourself even through the highs and even through the lows because you know in the end like this is something that is going to just help you become better and help you for yourself Um, right yeah I think that that's the best part about it all yeah definitely motivation is good to start but unfortunately motivation won't carry you on motivation is fleeting uh, but your inner strength is not, you know, every woman's inner strength is completing. That's going to stick with them. That's going to be there. That commitment, that drive, that dedication, that's what's going to stay. And that routine, you know, so on the days that you don't want to go to the gym or on the days that you don't want to eat healthy or just, you know, want to stay up late and go drink with friends or something like that drive and that determination to reach your goals is going to be the thing that carries you through instead of that motivation. Like the motivation will leave. The motivation, as you said, is kind of there from the start. Uh, but then it's finding that whatever's inside of you that says you can do more, you know, like push yourself harder kind of thing. It's wanting it for yourself. You were saying in the last, yeah, you you were saying in the last um, question that you really were finding what worked best for you and then it developed from there. What was it that you found that worked best for you that really helped you transform? Yeah, well, a a lot of different things. Um, a lot <laughs> yeah I kind of found that because I <laughs> kind of a loaded question I, know, I kind of found that because I did try uh, a lot of different things like I had a personal trainer at first um, he was a guy and he just did not help me because he was a man I did not know how women's bodies work you know he didn't know um, he, he thought I wanted to get bulky when I really wanted to lean down shape up like he just didn't understand my mindset. He didn't understand uh, the eating disorders that I had been through, the uh, my relationship with food. He didn't really understand the societal pressures that women are put under. Uh, so I got out of that because that wasn't working. <laughs> and then I started doing online programs again, like that were more generalized. You know, like um, a fitness trainer, which is awesome. But a fitness trainer would post like a workout to beat kind of thing for a thousand girls that were subscribed to her or something. Um, and I would do it and I saw slow results, you know, like it was me working, but like that was a generalized program, not specified for me. Uh, so I, I stopped that because I wasn't seeing as results as fast as I wanted to. Um, and then when I started really burning myself and my body, so trying to figure out, okay, so right now I am um, slightly over the waist that I'm today. So how do I get down? I need to, um, you know, eat intuitively and I need to. Uh, increase my cardio and increase my hit sessions and then once I get down to my good weight then I'll start adding some light weights and then from the weights I'll start building up the weights so that we start adding lean muscle uh, so yeah it was really just the process of figuring out like okay this last month I, I I'm further ahead than I was what did I do that month 
that helped me. Uh, mm-hmm. Some like little things to focus on that I focused on heavily was like, <laughs> so stupid, but like water. I started drinking a crap ton of water. Uh, yes, yes, same. I have my Starbucks <laughs> empty water. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I have like <laughs> I usually have an emotional support water bottle that I take everywhere with me. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. uh, so water was huge. Um, sleep. When I started prioritizing sleep, uh, your body like needs sleep to yeah. process and needs sleep to uh, burn fat and to uh, rejuvenate to help your muscles recover to think right to have energy the next day. Like sleep is so necessary and so underrated to your fitness journey. Uh, so when I when I really started prioritizing the small things and in turn that prioritized me, you know, like giving my body enough water, giving my body enough sleep, um, taking enough vitamins for my body to make sure that my body had the superfoods, had the greens that it needed. Uh, those were just like little things that I could do daily that really started helping. Yeah. And I love that you changed your mindset about it too. It was how can I take care of myself and how are these things nourishing me instead of taking it? And there there can be different perspectives that you go into wanting to lose a little bit of weight. And I think that you took such a healthy route with your mindset of wanting to nourish your body and find what works for you. Because like you said, we're in this world where there's such a stigma around how women should look or how women should act or how women should eat. And a lot of that can really take a toll on how you show up every day when you're taking care of yourself. And so I love that you talked about that mindset of wanting to nourish yourself and truly take care of yourself, because I think that is incredibly important. You were talking also about, yeah, yeah, you were talking about how your first trainer didn't really know much about, you know, the societal pressures and the eating disorders that a lot of times, unfortunately, just come with being a girl these days. Like, it's so sad that I said that, but at the same time, it's so true. So true. A lot of it just comes. Yeah, it just comes with how we are in society these days and the stigma that's put on us as we grow up. Do you think that there was like a gap in the industry at the time that you started for women to get like a specific result that they were looking for? Definitely. Honestly, I think there still is a gap. Like a lot of my my fitness girls that come to me all are looking for the same thing. They're looking for that lean, long, muscle look. They're looking to be healthier. They're looking to be stronger, but not bulky. And I think right now in the fitness industry, getting bulky, you know, getting the big butt and the big thighs, and like the big muscles, that's it, which is awesome. Like that looks good on some people. And that's awesome that they can achieve that, that kind of stuff, that level of strength. Um, but not every every girl wants that. Honestly, like some some women just want to look lean and want to look skinny and want to look strong muscularly. And that's kind of what I do specialize in um, because I didn't go bulk-wise when I was going through my transformation and when I was learning about fitness and health. Like I was learning how to uh, specifically get that lean muscle look and specifically uh, tone up and slim down kind of thing. So there's definitely, I think there still is, there's definitely a gap in the industry for trainers like that, but it just kind of depends on the look that you're going through and what you want out of your, out of your fitness journey. And like, if you do want that big juice booty look, more power to you. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so true. yeah, it just depends. Yeah. And I love that you said that because everybody has different goals when it comes to, you know, why they choose to start working out, why they choose to start taking care of themselves and finding what works best for you is obviously like the most important part about all of that. 
So when you have somebody who comes to you with right. like all this motivation, they want to just start working out, but don't really have like an end goal or they don't know where to even start to build up that plan. What are your first couple of things that you kind of go through them with? Yeah. Well, first off, we make go through with them. <laughs> first off, we, um, <laughs> we make their goals. I truly believe that goals push us harder than anything else. Like if we have our goals written down and understand them, understand the process to get to them, we're going to get to them. We're going to achieve them in our lives. That's right. Um, so that's kind of my first step is to identify maybe the underlying reasons of why they're coming to me, you know, like uh, the, the background of why, and then from there, create their goals with them. Um, so I'm not the one creating them. They're the ones they're the ones being like, I, you know, I'm just asking the questions, you know, trying to get them to think more about what kind of look they want, what kind of body, what kind of mindset do they want, what kind of um, mentality do they want with life? Do they want to take the hard road? Do they want to set their alarm at 5 a.m. to go work out? Do they want to skip the donuts on, on you know, donut Wednesday or whatever? <laughs> donut uh, every day. Yeah. Like, what do they want? Yeah. Donut, donut every day. Um, so, yeah, I definitely take them through a process to write down their goals. And uh, it's usually two to three goals that I have them do. Two to three big goals. And then we do weekly goals as well. Uh, weekly goals are obviously just small. You're getting steps in, drinking water, uh, doing an extra 10 burpees every workout. Kind of thing. Um, but if they don't, if they have that motivation and I can see that they want it, then we'll start doing their goal process. Uh, but I like that you said that because it's, it's, I tell all my girls that in the end, it's up to the girl like it's up to you if you want it enough you're going to get it um yeah so the more that they put into the program with me the more that they're going to get out the more that they communicate with me and finish their workouts and push themselves their workouts and their meal plans and uh their time with me the more that they're going to get out but if they don't want it, they're not going to get it they're not going to wake up early they're not going to stay up late they're not going to skip the donuts they're not going to you know, look for healthy alternatives. They're going to fall off. You know, that motive, once that motivation leaves, it's noticed. You could tell once that motivation leaves and there's like drive behind it. But when that motivation leaves and that girl has found her drive, she's unstoppable, literally. Yeah. So I, love I don't that know if that answered that. your question. No, it absolutely did. And I love that you said that because, okay, now my brain's going <laughs> crazy. But a few episodes ago, I, <laughs> I was talking about how if you don't want it for yourself, like, I was thinking I was talking about healing specifically, but it goes for anything in life. If you don't want it for yourself, you're not going to achieve it. Like nobody is coming to save you. Nobody is coming to take, you know, that away from you or add that to your life. You're the one who has to make that decision for yourself. And I love that you brought that up because it's, it's what it's all about. It's finding that determination and that everyday drive to go after it yourself. Yeah, that's so true. Like nobody is going to be holding your hand throughout this mm -hmm. life. I can... As a trainer, I can give you all the good workouts. I can give you all the good advice, all the good nutrition advice, tell you what to eat, what to stay away from. I can tell you how to set your mindset or journal or, you know, uh, get right mentally. But like in the end, if you don't want it, uh, there's nothing I can do. You're not going to get it. Yeah. Uh, so it's really all up to you. But that's powerful because that gives us power. You know, the power is in our hands. The, our future, which is exciting. Like that's in our hands to do what we want with it. Uh, so that yeah, was my little spiel. It is powerful. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It is really powerful. You just mentioned those little tools that help with mindset. What are some tools that have helped you adapt that positive mindset or that 
it doesn't even have to be positive, that neutral mindset, because I think as we go through, and I'm still on a journey towards like accepting my body for what it is. uh, So I consider it more of like a neutral mindset when it comes to my body and when it comes to fitness. What are some of the tools that have helped you gain that mindset? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Mindset is something that I have to work on daily. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) my mind can can get the best of me. Uh, I am daily learning how to not let my mind control me. I'm daily learning how to set my mind right in the morning to determine the rest of my day. Um, Like the fitness, the physical aspect of health and fitness comes easy for me. Like I can get to the gym about a workout whenever. But my mindset behind it and the reasoning why I'm getting to the gym and really focusing on the workout, <laughs> focusing on my mind health around food and my relationship with food, my relationship with others, how I just work in general um, is harder. Uh, so a few things that I have helped me that I'm still working on currently yeah, um, is journaling. I know this is like a big thing in today's world and especially on social media with health and wellness, but journaling has really helped me. I've always... Um, secretly been a little writer <laughs> um so i i love writing uh, and just like getting my thoughts down on the paper uh remembering what i'm grateful for and remembering why i started what i'm why i'm doing what i'm doing is very helpful to to set my mindset right in the mornings uh, so journaling uh the sauna in a weird way has helped me a lot um like going to the sauna and just doing a mindful meditation is super helpful just like recentering my mind, I'm refocusing on my body, myself, uh, and my goals, you know, my future. Uh, so I try to do mindful meditations in the sauna. I don't know why the heat, but it just helps. It brings out emotions. Like you start crying. And no, I agree. <laughs> it's like I all the all the water agree. is coming out of your body. Um. Uh, so yeah, journaling, the sauna, um, spending time with friends. Uh, that's been a huge help for me mentally. Even like. They don't even know it, honestly, sometimes. But like when I'm just hanging out with a friend, it just is a way for me to just decompress and kind of relax. Um, and talking, like just talking out loud to myself. And like when I am struggling with food or my relationship with food or food badly, you know, like say I wake up one morning and because with eating disorders, like it's very easy to fall back into them. It's very easy. To, like you're you're battling those thoughts daily. Uh, so say I wake up one morning and I do, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to eat breakfast today. Like I had a cookie last night. Like that's not a healthy thought whatsoever. And so I need to learn to stop myself in my tracks. No, can you are going to eat breakfast today. You're going to eat a healthy, full, nutritious breakfast today because your body eats it. It's going to be fuel. It's going to leave your workout. Um, like this is basically have to talk to yourself and talk yourself out of those negative mental states. 100% makes sense. Yeah. I think one thing that I do a lot is I stand in the mirror and physically verbalize like affirmations to myself. And that really helps. Yeah, that's and, that's good. I should I should do that. <laughs> yeah. And also when you said the sauna, I started doing like my little meditations in the sauna and then I'm on wellness TikTok. Like it's brought me there. I'm too deep into it. And so I saw somebody doing legs up the wall in the sauna. Yep. And so now I do legs up the wall in the sauna while I meditate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it That's has exactly become, what I do. Yeah. It's become such a ritual. And I just, I don't know, something about it. Like you walk out it's of the so sauna. It's so healing. Yeah, it is. You walk out and that cool yeah, hair you just hits feel you. Lighter. And you're like, uh-huh. The cool hair hits you and you're like, wow, I'm present. I'm refreshed. Yeah. It 
really yeah. is great. Yeah. So I relate it's like to healing for your mind and body. It's like kind of connecting your mind and body together because they're both, you know, going through going through pressure. And the sauna basically like it's not easy to sit in there for super long. Like it's hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's definitely a mind body connection experience, I think. A hundred percent. And there's so many healing benefits to it too, just like releasing the toxins and everything like that as well. Yeah. I want to get into just one last topic. I don't want to take up too much of your time today, but what's next? What are you working on and what are your next dreams? What are your next goals? I see that you're working on a fitness brand, a fitness company. What's going on with that? And tell us about your like some of the other dreams and goals that you're working on even outside of fitness, like in the modeling industry now that you're back into it. You know, tell us all about that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I am working on a fitness brand, which is super exciting. Since I've been training girls for almost a year now, I was like, I need to put a base to this. Like, I need to put a name to it, and I need to have meaning behind it so that I it has a purpose. You know, it has meaning. Um, so the fitness brand is called More Fitness, um, and I really wanted to name it More because the purpose behind the brand is to help women find their core, find that that strength that's left inside of them because each of us as women, we have more to give. And I think society tells us, like, we're not strong enough. We already gave our best. Like, there's nothing else we can do. Like, just lay down. You're already not good enough. You know what I mean? So, like, finding that forward, finding that extra strength inside of us to push through is really what I want the brain to be centered around. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what it is. Like, you you give, you you get what you give in, in the fitness industry. You give more, you get more. Um, so more fitness is coming soon. I don't have a date yet, unfortunately. I'm no. working on the branding process and um, we'll be working on the website hopefully in the next probably few weeks. Uh, and I would hope that the, as of right now, more fitness will just be online training or in-person training with me. Um, but I would love to grow that to be a, you know a, an overall wellness community with girl with women. Uh, you know, all over the place and, you know, maybe go to apparel sometime or go into, um, you know, a merchandise kind of sale. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right now it's going to be a wellness fitness uh, community of women. Uh, I'm going to have an option for personal training and for just a generalized community that you can join, um, which is wellness and fitness and uh, mindfulness and all things wellness, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, because... Yeah, fitness isn't only fitness, you know what I mean? Right, like, as we talk about, like, fitness encompasses everything. So, yeah, that's kind of what's on the line for the brand. And then uh, just general goals, like modeling. I am not signed with anybody with an agency right now. Uh, and I don't know if I necessarily want to be. I think I enjoy keeping modeling fun and keeping it, uh, you know, when I want to do it for who I want to do it. So I think I'll just kind of go down that path and model when I want to for who I want to. But I do still want SI Swim. Yeah. <laughs> that is still yes. a goal of mine. I, I don't think that goal will ever, ever, ever. go away. So ever. if I'm like 45, still submitting those dang videos, like just yeah. me out there doing it. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but I think it's a very like motivating factor for me because it is something that feels a little bit out of reach sometimes like it does it does feel a little bit out of reach sometimes so it's like I, I don't know I like things that are out of reach I like to push myself and reach yeah. for them and you know try hard to get them so I'm gonna it makes you it makes you think bigger. it does it really does whenever I'm in that SI swim mindset like you know creating the video and thinking about my life and myself and trying to improve myself you know I 
I, I do. I think bigger. I dream bigger. I, sh- I feel like I show up as my best self, yeah. you know? Uh, and more than that, I feel like with SI Swim, I can really do start promoting uh, anti-acute trafficking efforts. Uh, I do do that, you know, locally with myself right now, but it's hard to do it, uh, promote it at least and for people to actually hear your voice and to uh, to hear your passion behind it, I guess, without a platform. Uh, so I think that SI Swim thought it really helped me get that. I also, yeah. this is kind of a recent dream, um, but I want to go on Survivor. <laughs> oh my really god, bad. fun! <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. go on it really bad. Um, so I like, I feel like I wake up every day and I pretend like everything's a Survivor challenge. <laughs> like, oh, it's a challenge to get my coffee and tie, or like to get to work at dark. Um, but that's just like a fun goal of mine. So maybe someday yeah. we'll see me get up, die, but it'll be G or something. <laughs> I love those. All of those goals are so beautiful and you're literally destined for all of them. I can't wait to see more about your fitness brand. And I'm going through Pilates teacher training right now. So if you ever so like, yeah, we should do a little collab. Maybe yeah, we like should. We definitely that would should. Be fun. Like a live um, workout. I would love that. Oh my God. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Right? Right? Uh-huh. So well, I'm so glad that you took this time to chat with us and opened up about some of the past and some of the growing, growing pains, some of the growing pains that we've been yeah. through. Yes, literally growing pains. And I'm so honored that you took the time to talk with us today and shared a little bit of your tips about growing into your most fit self and shared what's for the future. Can you just let everybody know where they can find you on any of your social medias and, you know, plug yourself a little bit, plug it up. Yeah, <laughs> plug it up. <laughs> um, so on Instagram, I'm Anna Tansky, A-P-N-N-A-T-A-N-S-K-I. T-A-N-S-K-I. And then on um, TikTok, I'm more with McKenna, uh, M-O-R-E-W-I-T-H-M-C-K-N-A. <laughs> and then I only have yeah. TikTok and uh, Instagram right now. So find me on there, connect with me, DM with me or DM me if you want or interested in uh, personal training. I can definitely talk with you, talk to you about your goals, see if you're a good fit. Absolutely. Everybody go check her out. And thank you so much, McKenna, for being here. Yes, thank you. It was awesome talking with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know the audio might have been a little bit choppy, but McKenna had some incredible key points about growing through trauma and choosing to reclaim ownership of our goals and do this for ourselves. I had an incredible time talking to her, and I hope that you guys took away some of the lessons that I did from our conversation. For the meantime, until next week's episode, don't forget to follow Growing Pains on Instagram at listen.growingpains, or you can follow me at olivia.santelli. I'm so grateful that you guys are here. And as always, take a sip of water, look in the mirror. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) Tell yourself you love yourself. Say, I love you. And just know that I love you. If that means anything, it's enough to stick around for. I'll chat with you guys soon. Thanks for making it through this episode. Can't wait to chat next week. Love you. Bye.